welcome back to Jam Radio, everybody. My name's Jeremy Siegel, alongside my co-host, Mike. Hello, Siegel. I always I point. Thought, I thought I was going to carry... Oh, you mean just with the beginning. Never mind. Um, no, I, I just I, always... I thought you were like... Nah. What? Go. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I always point like you're sitting next to me. How are you doing, Mike? <laughs> maybe that's... Maybe we can do the last episode live or something. Uh, who I yeah, probably won't be good. here, but we could try. <laughs> or Where in the are, you gonna be? are you going back? Yeah, I'm going. It's, I'm going back to Austin at some point. Uh, probably after New Year's. But yeah, fun. Um, what have you been up to, Mike? I like an hour ago came back from the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, and how every was Marvel it? movie, uh, every Marvel movie. I mean. Like, most people are going to like it, but I'll get to my thoughts in a second. I'm always like, oh, I don't want to really see it, but I'm sure I'll end up going. Literally get there on opening night somehow. Somebody offers me a ticket. I just... Things happen to me sometimes. You're a hard nut to crack, Mike. I don't understand you. Um, I didn't really like it. It was less of a movie. It was just a bunch of, like, references to old movies. I mean, but that's... That's that's what movies are now. It's just nostalgia. So if anything, they nailed it. But they nailed no. it if that's what they were going for. Uh, but r- actually, like, write a movie and, like, they, there's. You can't write lines from other movies that are in service of, like, nothing. I mean, I, and this I, is hard to get into without spoiling. Like, okay, really hard. I, so, you know what? I just need to know one thing. And if you don't want to spoil it, I will put something here. Spider Man spoilers. Skip ahead to 6 30 in podcast to avoid. Because it's literally the day it came out we're recording like, this. It, it gets ridiculous, the amount of shit from the old Spider-Man movies they start trying to put in. Oh, really? Okay, that's interesting. Um, do they do the line, great power comes great responsibility? Yes, and it, like, it's not, it's not, like, it, it's not smooth in. <laughs> okay. It's, like, fragmented into the rest of the movie. It doesn't make... You can feel well, how forced it was. There's well, another line that was... Like as the as the actor was delivering it, he was even like laughing because of how cornballish it was. I mean, it, everyone was like, "Cause big, uh, I'm just big I'm ben. just gonna ask these questions." Big Ben, uh, Ben Roethlisberger's in this. Um, he makes a cameo appearance uh, through the app cameo. He doesn't even want to hey. be on screen. He's, he had to get paid through the app and to make the it. The Mets into the get movie. mentioned. They do. Yeah, so they was like, I think the Mets are gonna go all the way this year. Hey, Funny what joke. year is it in that universe, though? I think it's like 2030-something. Because oh, so maybe, Endgame, maybe the Mets are good, then. Yeah, because in Endgame, they like jump forward five years. So I think it's 2020-something. Like, future 20s, or even into the 30s at that point. Because of the snap. So I don't even know where they are. I also don't really... Like, I don't like or understand the Zendaya's character. I don't get the point. But, I mean, that's a whole other issue. I didn't even see the last Spider-Man movie. I know there was a Mysterio was in it or something, but I just didn't care to see it because it was after Endgame, and at that point, I didn't care anymore. I think I saw like parts of it. This one was more like there. Like this reaches so far back that to the point where it's cool to see a lot of the stuff reprising that I watched like growing up. But it's also just like as a standalone movie. I don't just what what's what's there. Like, not much is actually there, I feel like. Eh, I mean, fan service, man. That's what runs the industry now, as everyone knows. It, nostalgia works. Uh, yeah, but it sucks. Capitalizing off old shit over and over again just to make a safe cash out is really wrong. I think... And I I don't know if they have this plan, but if I was Disney or whatever, I'd be like, hey, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, we're going to continue your franchises now. Because then I'd be like, okay, then it makes sense. Oh, yeah, they're in the film, by the way. Fuck you. Uh, Obviously, they're in the fucking film. It's not not a spoiler. They were like all but said it. But like, then I'd be like, hey, we're going to pick up your universe now and continue that. Because then at least it's like there's something there. 
Does like, anybody even reason... remember the Andrew Garfield trilogy? Like, no, it was, it was not even a trilogy. It made it to two, and then it was so shit that people were like, "No, we're not gonna watch this shit anymore." It was, it was bad. I was like, "Why did they even have to include him?" It was because it was like funny, I guess. Uh, they should have included a uh, Spider Ham or Nicolas Cage's version in Into the Spider Verse, the Spider Noir or whatever Noir Spider. There were so many like character cameos. I was expecting like a Miles Morales to show up or something. He's technically in that universe because his childish Gambino plays his uncle in the first one, who's a villain of Spider-Man when it's Miles Morales. He was in two seconds of it. He asked for a gun. No, I remember that. Yeah, he plays plays the same guy. He plays the uncle. Remember from Into the Spider-Verse? Miles Morales fights his uncle. He plays that character. I forget what that villain is called. I'm not that versed in the lore of Spider-Man. My man said versed about Spider-Verse. Oh, that was just... (laughs) That's just how it worked out. I'm a Hulk guy. I haven't made a Hulk movie, so... Wah. Um... Yeah, well, there's all your Spider-Man stuff. I, I mean, if if you want to go to a movie and see a bunch of old Spider-Man movies referenced over and over again, but... I just I want to see it. Like, I'd want to see them make Spider-Man Four with Sam Raimi now. I guess it's I mean, too far gone at this. I'm point. sure it'll happen. Uh, I'm sure something. Will... Whatever. Uh, anything that else? Was bad. Um, what else has been going on in my life? Busy, very busy time. I need. Um, I went to the dentist for the first time in an embarrassingly long amount. How long? Apparently, I need a. I'm not, I'm not saying on a podcast. How long? I'll tell you how long I I went without going. Four years. Yeah, I've probably been about there. Yeah. Three or four years. That's yeah, it's not years. that everyone does that. Damn, but you got luck. I fucking I need a root canal. <sighs> you live and you learn. Don't. I mean, I guess what you said. Kids. How many? The thing is, I brush my teeth twice a day. I just didn't go to the dentist. No, oh, yeah, I don't brush my teeth twice a day. <laughs> Sorry, just facts. I mean, listen, it's annoying when you go to the dentist and they're fucking like mad at you, and you're like, "Listen, I get it, but like, nobody's gonna fucking think about teeth that much. It's just not gonna happen." It the dentist is like one of the least. Unless I have a pain, I'm not fucking going because it's a thousand or two thousand dollars for them to clean my teeth and put a cavity thing in. So I'm like, fuck it. I don't have the money. Have so I'll go every four years and make it worth it, I guess. You have insurance though, right? Not dental insurance, no. Oh, you don't have dental? I lucky you No, you I'm on I'm on my dental. own I'm on my own plan. Oh, mm. oh, okay. You have to deal with your own shit. Yeah. I'm still yeah, so no dental for cheapo me i should i should go to the dentist as much as i can while I'm still oh i highly advise anyone who's <laughs> listening and are still under 26 or on their parents plan go to the dentist if you have dental care with them because once you're on your own shit you get fucked over <laughs> unless you yeah, want to i'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure i'm gonna make sure to go every six months until i'm 26 now so. go every two fucking months just, just to, just to make sure. <laughs> no, it's also the dentist and sucks. All right, keep that in mind. Yeah, I get it. Literally laid down there for an hour while some lady scratched my teeth with metal instruments. And you're like, oh, why don't you want to come back? I'm like, what, what do you mean? Why would I want to? Come? <laughs> <laughs> you know, teeth are bones. I didn't know teeth that. Are the, teeth are the weirdest part of the human body. I hate nails, so nails, teeth are the weirdest parts of the human body because they're teeth both like so weird. Like it's a bone that sticks out, and you have to clean, or it gets yellow because like oxygen hits it and shit. It's like such a weird concept <laughs> that people are like, "This is evolution. This is right." I'm like, "Cool, thanks." Left. I like the. British oh, another thing. The- I'm going yeah. to see a concert on Sunday. Jesus Christ! Who are you seeing? Of, um, Origami Angel is one of the bands. It's like a counterintuitive record showcase. Um. The hotelier or hotelier is the headliner. There's oh, they were on the playlist a few times. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of kind of worried it's gonna get banged because of COVID. Shut down is coming back kind of. Ooh, yeah, that's. Uh, but I don't know. Wear your mask, kid. 
That's all I, I can advise you. It's not a very COVID-friendly environment. It's going to be a crowded little... D- double mask. Thing. Yeah. Uh, but I'm ex- I will report back if it does end up happening. Is that the one that your girlfriend got you tickets to? Yeah. Or is this a different one? No, oh, okay. this is it. Okay. I, I, thought, I thought it was in like March or something. Yeah. No, it's you an just... early Christmas gift. Okay. Interesting. Well, have fun at Origami Angel. I hope they play all their biggest hits. Like the Danny Phantom one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's probably the biggest hit, so I'm sure they'll play that at the show. Uh, yeah, you're Phantom. having a much more exhilarating life while I just yeah, I know. message you. I'm out here getting root canals. It's awesome. Uh, you, I'll take a root canal in a concert any day of the week, other than just rotty and buttfuck nowhere, Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> it feels like, get me out of the house. I don't care if it's a root canal. I don't care. I'll take your root canal appointment. <laughs> <laughs> they give you hard drugs for that shit. Shoot me up. <laughs> uh, feeling good. Actually, I can just get weed like two miles down the road here. I don't need your drugs. If you get if you take weed for a root canal, I wonder if that helps. Probably not. What they do in a root canal is they inject it into your gum. Like yeah, straight into your gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that no. Might no, because no, it's like a two second thing and then it's so numb you don't feel it. Right. Be fine. It, just the sensation of like thinking about somebody drilling into your mouth, even if it's numb. Anxiety, I but I mean it's fine. I know with wisdom teens they knocked me the fuck out. I don't know if they do that with root canals, but you can probably think they ask. Do. Uh, my friend actually coincidentally got one this week. So oh, he never just mind had a numbed mouth. No. Okay. Well, maybe you can ask to get knocked the fuck out with your health insurance plan. <laughs> I don't know if I even. It's like it's like a thirty minutes. I don't want to get knocked out for that, do I? I got knocked out for an hour for my wisdom teeth. Just got someone to drive you home. That's it. Easy, easy as pie, as they say in the business, which gives you cavities. Getting your wisdom teeth taken out bad. People say that sucks. No, it was the easiest procedure I have ever done in my entire life. Really? Granted, I have had two knee surgeries that took me a year to recover from. But no, getting my wisdom teeth was just like, you're out like that. You wake up, you get in a fucking car, you go back home and you eat ice cream for two days, basically, and mashed potatoes. And you're good. You have to change some gauze. You can't eat solid food or whatever. But it was like the easiest procedure. I wasn't even in pain because the numbing shit they gave me like lasted for a day and a half. So after that, I took some aspirin or something. Easiest shit of my life. Well, easiest procedure of my life. Not shit. Anyway, long that's story a, long. That's a weird correction. All right. Time the music. <laughs> it's always a weird correction when I'm here. Uh, week 47. Now, I have to preface this. Week 47 is called The Lost Stars of Lonesome Town. And ironically, with that title, there's only 12 songs this week. One, because the Origami Angel song isn't on Spotify. And two, because I removed one song from my recommendations because uh, I didn't like the artist politics. We'll just say that. Uh, I found what, out you, he was... You took I, somebody I, off the whole playlist? I was like, I don't support this. Uh, what, what? He, Explain. Uh, he was a Trumper, and uh, he supported like the Capitol riots. So I was like, fuck this guy. I'm not going to say it, because then i got to cut it. I'll say it, but I'm gonna cut write it. it. Write it in the Discord. That sounds familiar. Well, it's not on this list anymore because so I fucking cut it. Single, there are probably a lot of Trumpers on this playlist. I have to tell you. True. Also, it evened out the playlist because you couldn't access one of the songs for Oregon Angel. I don't even know. Maybe it was on SoundCloud. I didn't really check. Yeah. Uh, Jewel Tide Carol. I, I'll get there, but Jewel Tide Carol by Oregon Angel was removed for some reason. The whole album, I think, just got taken down. It was a Christmas email album. Um, well, you can go find it on SoundCloud. It's called Jinglebot. Okay, I'm sure people, if you were th- that enthralled with Mike's Origami Angel rants in the past, good rants, rants could be perceived as a bad thing. They were good. Um, I'm sure you went and sought it out, but I couldn't. We couldn't get it on the p- playlist. Uh, but yeah, that's why there were only 12 songs this week. Anyway, um, Mike, do you have any? Shout outs. Um, okay, shout outs. Um, where do I start? 
Random Rules by Silver Jews is low-key one of my favorites. Um, I think I mentioned this in a very recent episode. It's like the perfect level and like type of easy listening music. Um, I feel like this is, they perfected their sound. Remind me a little bit of Steely Dan. More chill. Um, this week. <laughs> what? I don't know. You just lost. Your eyes glazed over for a second. It was funny. Um, so I talked about Jewel Tide Carol. Um, I said it's, it's not, it's, I wrote it's a travesty. It's got taken off Spotify, but I'm starting to think, I don't know why it could have been, but Origami Angel and Christmas are two of my favorite things. So it, it sucks it got taken off. But also, like, if I remember correctly, this was like not a super happy Christmas song, like the kind of like, this was on some real life, like, Charlie Brown, I'm supposed to be happy this time of year and everybody else is happy beside me type thing. Um, yeah, like I said, the album's on SoundCloud. Bands like Origami Angel, their friends are making Christmas songs. It's something that's taken off Spotify because they probably all like had to fucking write a whole song for it. Um, another Origami Angel song. I was saving the Gami to last the end of the year, because you told me, taking me a break for a while. <laughs> so once December rolled around, I was like, here comes the the one thing. The Gami gang? Yeah. Didn't. Um, Greenbelt Station is a sweet, quick, somber love song. It's like a poem. It's reflecting on a relationship. I looked up Greenbelt Station. It's a train station in Washington, D.C., where the band is from. Uh, my mind just imagines that's a, a formative place in whatever relationship this song is about. Um, there was an Ink Spot song. That's all I really wrote, because they're all the same thing, but they're good. And I'm not even like saying they sound the same. They're literally just the same thing. I mean, they're just, they're just Fallout Shelter background music. And But they're good. You know? Yeah, sure. You don't like them? It's not that I don't like them, it's just, yeah, like you said, they're all sort of just, to me, background music in a video game. Oh, yeah, they're cool. They're cool to have playing in the background when you're playing, like, Bioshock. Yeah, exactly. Was it the the spookiness of old music? <laughs> I'm sorry, I made, like, a cool sign, like an okay sign. The, the audience <laughs> can't see that. See, but, um... <laughs> Yeah, the spookiness of old music. I I told you about the Caretakers album. Maybe. I can't remember, but... The Caretaker. What's it called? Seagull Stall. Stalling. I'm stalling while Mike searches for something. Hey, that rhymed, and it wasn't a crime. Yeah. Stalling. That's not the one I was looking for. Okay. An empty bliss beyond this world. It's it's like distorted old music kind of um, remixed. This this okay. the caretaker's projects are like he puts all this old music and does weird shit to it. Like one of them, but the the most popular one is like supposed to represent somebody slowly losing their mind because Alzheimer's, and like oh, by God. the end you like just can't. It's just like disarrayed, scary mess of, like, old sounds. Um, have you have you seen your fa- Our Father? The one that Anthony Hopkins, the movie Anthony Hopkins was in? No, isn't Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's so scary? Dude, that movie freaked me the fuck out. Like, it's a really good movie. I wish I What's knew it that about? it's... The Father. The Father. It was Anthony Hopkins won the Academy Award over... Chadwick Boseman. People were like, "What the fuck?" After he died. Um, what was Chadwick Boseman nominated for? But it's a, I don't remember because it wasn't as good a movie. <laughs> um, sorry, just wasn't probably. Uh, the father's about Alzheimer's, and this guy. It you watch him, you watch it from his mind. So he'll be like in a room, and he'll turn around, and the actor actress that like plays his daughter is a different actress because that's how people's minds work. They think, Oh, like, Oh fuck. Like, are you my daughter? Are you my caretaker? And he gets like so confused, but you watch it from his perspective. So the audience doesn't even know what's going on all the time. 
yeah and you slowly scary. piece it together and then at the end it's like well the ending's amazing i go watch the father if you but like you have if you're dealing with alzheimer's in real life it'll fuck you up like you you'll understand you'll empathize with them so much more oh um, people like that go through what was i gonna say sorry um movie rant oh no the, the point was the ink, ink spots are like that kind of music that ambience that's in the caretaker when you listen yes. to the caretaker even at everywhere at the end of time is the second one that's kind of like Mimi because of how fucking weird it is, how scary it is. I would recommend mm-hmm. just laying down and listening to that, even though it's designed to make you feel like you're going crazy. Um, different recommend. Oh, I have a a Steely Dan kick that starts this week <laughs> and bleeds into next week and maybe the week after. I don't know. Um, Definitely next week. Well, I don't know. I had a weird perception of what they were before like I started listening to their music. And uh, I described a lot of their songs as like hometown dad music. I don't know how else to explain that. It's very Pretty middle-aged good. guy going around his hometown vibes. It's like a band you can really get lost in. Like one of the ones I hope I didn't learn about the, the zeitgeist surrounding them going to it so I can hinder my enjoyment of them more. You, what you can say you... about Kind of cut out at the end there. I don't know what you said. I said, I wish I didn't know about the zeitgeist surrounding them, so I didn't hinder my enjoyment. <laughs> you cut out again at the same part. What part? Just, just read that line again. I hope. It's like, yeah. I wish I didn't know the zeitgeist surrounding Steely Dan going in, so I didn't like hinder my expectations of them like I, what, I did. What's the zeitgeist? I don't know. I just I seen memes about like Steely Dan fans be like, and I'm like, what is? What are you saying about? And then I listened to it. And I was like, oh, if if I just enjoyed this in my own in my own way, I'd have a much better view of them. What did I cut out again? A little bit. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say anything because some of the points you made where you cut out, like I could hear you just enough. I'm like, I'll boost that audio. <laughs> but, uh, whatever. Parts where you talk and then you, I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck you just said. I just accepted it. Uh, yeah. There you go. At the end. Just you hear, yeah. And then you cut I off. I didn't even have a breath. I just went through all my notes there. Oh, okay. Nice, not heavy a breath. Um, yeah, like Mike said, any major dude will tell you by Stilly Dan. It's like it, it is one of those dad rock songs, and I think that is the best way to describe the genre. But I was highly surprised when you went on this kick, and I saw two Stilly Dan songs for this week. So I'm like, Mike likes electronic weird pop music, and it's like Stilly Dan. I'm like. Did his dad hijack the songs this week? I don't even know if my dad me. likes Tilly Dan. I mean, it's 1970s, so it might yeah. actually be too old no. for your dad. Honestly. Yeah, I know. My dad was like an infant in the 1970s. Um, yeah, I think he's more of an 80s rock guy. Like, yeah. I get his, his styles that when you recommend them. Uh, Solitary Man by Johnny Cash. It's, a, it's one of the infamous Johnny Cash cover songs from his later career. It's a Neil Diamond song. But this one's much better. It's just surprising to me because I know exactly what I was doing a year ago when I recommended this song because it was uh, it was at the end of Stargate Atlantis, a show I was watching or binging. This was one of the final songs. Are you binging any shows right now? Side note. No, I want to binge Star Trek, the original series. So I'm like the 1960s. I watched Marriage Story for the second time a few nights ago, and I think that, that movie, I maintain that it's a really good movie. Is that the one with uh, Scarlett Johansson and yeah. Adam Driver? Yeah, yeah. No, Noah Baumbach, in terms of like style, might be my favorite director. In terms of style, but not in terms of like overall filmography. What What else has he done? I don't even know. Um, the Squid and the Whale. 
Francis oh, that's on my list to see. Wait, Swing the World's good. Francis Ha is one of my favorite movies. Marriage Story Francis honestly Hall. might be up there. Yeah. Hmm. I never I never seen any of his movies then. They're all on like on my list to watch, but Yeah, no, I just I love um you know, he has a, a a take on the nuance of life which will make you either really depressed or really optimistic about things depending on what uh is happening in the movie. Um Ugh. Sorry, answer up the new notes. Depression. Um, Lost Stars, sung by Kira Knightley in this rendition. Uh, this is one of those moments that is cliche to say, like, fuck, this actor, actor can sing too? Like, what can't this person fucking do? Like, I hate that about actresses or actors. I don't... Is actress allowed to be said anymore? Uh, actors. What? Since when was actress a bad thing to say? Well, because they want it to be gender neutral, so you're supposed to say actors. I remember actresses saying they wanted this use. I, I thought they were trying to now be gender neutral, so they wanted a term that was more standard across the board. Whatever. Actor or actress. Whatever they want to be I'm, called. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, what can't they do? It's that cliche. I hate when I find another person that's like, oh, they can sing too. Andrew Garfield. Tick, tick, boom. Oh, great. He can sing too. Like, what else can he do? Um, if you like this song, Adam Levine's cover is also very I good. Mean, who's it makes you feel any better. Well. Sorry, I keep interrupting you, but like, it's all good. They'll they'll get actors who can't sing, and then teach them how to sing, and then it's like it's like their job. So it's not like they're accomplishing something insane. That is, that is a hundred percent true. What you're saying, but some people are not able to even get taught to sing. Like if they get if they can be taught to sing, they can hold a note. They just needed to learn how to professionally do it. Well, I think I can hold a note, but like I'm a terrible singer. Some people, I know people, some of our friends are so tone deaf that they will never, you cannot teach I them. I wonder who you're talking fun. about. <laughs> oh, well, I, I can tell you off air. I'm not going to no, say I, it here. I, I, like, I, I have a really strong idea. Um, it was interesting, though, this song, Lost Stars, that I was talking about, uh, was written by Greg Alexander, who's the frontman of the New Radicals, who have been on the list before. Beat. And if for Mike, for Mike, what, what did you say? Beat. Thought I, you Beat. Thought I, you thought I, I was going to I was going to tell you the bad for Mike, for the people at home, it's the one with the yellow cover and the feet on the front. But Mike remembered. I'm so glad that he remembers that band as Feet. Um... Greenbelt Station, Origami Angel, huge departure from their 24 hour, it says 24 house, but I meant hour drive through album. But I like the acoustic sound that's inspired by the lull of Minecraft music. Yes, if you listen, Mike, in the background, it sounds like Minecraft music. Yeah, well, this is this this album was called something Minecraft. So I, well, it has a picture like of a Steve or, or Hero Brian, technically. Yeah, which I don't know how they haven't gotten. Copyright sued by Microsoft <laughs> yet. Yeah. Uh, Random Rules by Silver Jews. Love the witty and fun lyrics mixed with the stoic and deep voice of David Berman, who's the main guy. Uh, I, uh, my favorite line from it is I know that a lot of what I say has been lifted off of men's room walls. Just like stupid sayings that people say. It's just a clever yeah. little line. There are uh, some, I, yeah, there's some good lines in that one. No, it, it, it makes me want to just go on a deep dive of Silver Jews. Uh, albums need that last part or it sounds weird uh uh anyway uh that's all my shout outs i have one longer note go ahead have a long no i'm done with everything already done done i'm done done. okay okay let me let me me limber up for this longer note all this time by one republic uh okay there's a point to this but I'm not going to go into history of One Republic. They're a big band. People know them. They're current. Uh, but it's off the album Waking Up, the deluxe edition. I'm not sure if it's on the regular one. might have been an edition. Um, from 2009, it defined my childhood. Or like this song was very influential in my childhood, so it holds a special place. Everyone knows the All the Right Places and Secrets, which were their two big hits off this album. But uh, I think the landscape panning piano melody <laughs> good diction there uh, Wait, which, which is one a, the secret sequel i'm sorry uh 
I need another story, something to get off my all my secrets away. Okay. This what time, is the one I'm thinking of that I can't? All the right moves and all the right plate. That's like their two big hits. Keep going. I don't know what else? Think about one. Okay. Uh, landscape panning piano melody is one is quite often overlooked in the back catalog of this band. Uh, the love song just it's a basic love song. Uh, it you know, love song. Uh, always makes me think of this time of year though, specifically because of the opening line six on the second hand to New Year's resolutions. It's probably why I recommended it. Yes, Mike. Oh, I didn't have anything. I'm sorry that I. Oh, you leaned forward like you were gonna say the song. You were thank you. Oh no, I'm. What's the album this is from? Waking up. Uh, uh, this song also it contains the simple message of wherever I go in the world, I'll always run back to you. I'm thinking about you, which is in hindsight not groundbreaking, but maybe because it's of its longevity in my life, particularly, it comes on and it transports me back to simpler times and allows me to just like calm down and like focus and listen. So yeah, you got you get the song, Mike. Life is the one I was thinking of. Which one? Oh, this is gonna be a good life. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, yeah. that's not. I don't think that's on this album. I just looked up Waking Up One Republic and that came out. So. Oh, okay. It must be a later song. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, yeah, no, One Republic is very middle school. So 2009. Where were we? Yeah, I guess middle school. Early middle school. Yeah, that was the first year of middle school slash last year. I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember things, Siegel. I don't remember anything like what I had for food today. I'm a uh, deeply sentimental person. My mom. Throughout a bowl that broke. And I got sad about it. Because we had it for a long time. I had a... Uh, uh, this is even... This is like ten times worse. Wait, 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 wait. You're like robot Make sure you're plugged in before you tell this amazing story. Plugged <laughs> well, in? I just... I don't know. I think my internet or my computer sucks. Really? Okay. Um, What was I going to say? Bowl, oh, no. something. Uh, yeah, the, the bowl. I got sentimental and didn't want my mom to throw out. Um, I'm I'm like SpongeBob in that episode where he's hoarding all the, the random old things. No, there's a stick of deodorant. My girlfriend like, <laughs> she bought me like a self care kit for my birthday this year, and the stick of the stick of deodorant just ran out, and I was like, I don't want to throw this out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like the complete opposite. <laughs> where really? I'm like, mom, throw this the fuck out. She's like, no, I need to keep all your bowls from like when you were a kid, like with Winnie the Pooh on it. I went, no, fucking throw it out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't. I have a blanket. I have a SpongeBob blanket. I still use sometimes. And it's I, from like when I was a itty bitty child. I mean, I feel is, is that the one that you brought to sleepovers? <laughs> yeah, no, it's probably the same one. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, that's how long we've been friends, everyone. <laughs> I remember these. We used to have giant sleepovers at my house with like seven people. Yeah, and, uh, that was that was peak life right there. Those were fun as fuck. And we used to play Lego Soccer Mania uh, or like uh, Lego and, Star and, Wars. Um, all never night. forget the one night I actually stayed up the whole night and you had to like carry me home. That was that was our house, my house, but that was at uh, one of our friends' houses. Yeah, but yeah, I remember that night. That was a great night. That, that friend was coming <laughs> I up fell a few asleep. times. This episode, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the friend that we won't name, but he's <laughs> has come up a few times. Um, shout out to him, it's actually his birthday today. Uh, so, no way. hope, yeah, you should <laughs> go wish him a happy birthday right now. <laughs> it oh, is oh, actually yeah. his birthday I've, today. Thank you for telling. Like, I should have, I, I need to. I, I've known him since we were like four, so I know his birthday by heart. Um, he's one of the people I remember still, anyway. Uh, yeah. One Republic. Don't even, don't even remember mine. August. I know the month for a lot of people. I don't remember the nineteenth. Yeah, you got it. I thought you. I thought you wouldn't. Yeah, because you're a month away from my cousin. I know yours. Like, oh fuck! Am I gonna get it wrong? Oh yeah, come on, Mike. <laughs> What's my birthday? It's not September. Damn it! I shouldn't have said that. I totally didn't get this wrong. <laughs> September twelfth. Uh one day off. Thirteenth. Ah. Close enough. You got my birthday wrong, though. How dare you? 
I really don't give a shit. <laughs> like, don't feel bad. It's really okay. I probably you go, your next birthday you're going to be 25. Why do you have to remind me? Like, it's crazy to me. I don't like it either. Like, I have to be the one that has to do that. Like, ugh. Um, anyway, yeah, go listen to One Republic after that long rant. This episode's going to be an hour and a half long. <laughs> um, do you, by the way, right now, everyone, for folks who are can't see Mike, he is texting our friend <laughs> to say happy birthday. Uh, Mike, you better say that Siegel reminded me. Why would I say that? <laughs> I'm going to tell him Siegel. I reminded Mike. No, I won't. Anyway, uh, top fives. Go listen to One Republic. They're great. The early stuff, their new stuff is shit. I actually like this Wonder Republic, weirdly enough, even though it seems like something I wouldn't. You like you'd like the early stuff, the late stuff. Maybe maybe, maybe stuff, it's a nostalgia so. thing. Probably is. Um, Solitary Man Five, on our way. The the Final Fantasy Seven song by Nobuo Uematsu, number four. Any major dude will tell you Steely Dan Three. Greenbelt Station 2, Random Rules 1. Oh, Random Rules 1. Random one. Rules Rules. Yeah. Uh, five for me is Any Major Dude Will Tell You for Solitary Man, which I was shocked you put on there. I like Johnny <laughs> Cash. True. That, that makes sense. I forgot about that aspect. Three song. is Lost Stars, two, Random Rules by Silver Jews, and one, All This Time by One Republic. Congrats to the Silver Jews. I think that was a Falco like recommendation to listen to also. Yeah, no Falco loves Silver Jews. So congrats to the Silver Jews on their win. Uh so week 48, this time I'm going to win is the name of this playlist with 14 songs this time. Uh Mike's Mr. Popular over there getting a lot of text messages. Is it from our friend that had a birthday today? <laughs> I mean, I wa- I'm having a convo with him now, but it wasn't from him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Say hi from me. Does he want to be on the does he want to be on the podcast? No, but we do we were speaking of which should uh figure out our plans oh, for God. finishing the show. Yeah, we gotta do a lot of shit. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. It's not I don't think we have to like time it too. We can release the last episode whenever. Yeah, we're we're not on a schedule. We don't got sponsors, we don't make money off this. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, let me let me do my shoutouts first, really quickly. Yeah, sorry, week. I kind of took the last one over. It's all good. Y'all got to apologize for shit, bro. It's a fucking free world, free country. Stick yeah. Your mind. Uh, just remember people's birthdays. When's my birthday, Mike? September thirteenth. Well, you hesitated. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> what? You thought I forgot it after like thirty minutes? Uh, the balance by Growing Stone. I just really enjoyed the lo-fi sound of this artist Dude, with only. This sounds fucking awesome. I know, and it's and it has only a thousands of streams. Like, so go like go listen to this album. It's actually really good. Twenty twenty album. No, I think I you don't... found a gem with this song. Yeah, this so I'll tell you. I, I found this because um I went to Origami Angel Spotify page and there you know how you can like advertise for your friend's album or whatever. No, but okay. If you go to like an artist's Facebook page, they'll be like, go check out these guys. And it was this, and it was really cool. Mike, I'm going to say something. Stop what? playing with that. <laughs> like Are they making it. noise? Yeah. This fucking slime's addicting. Yeah, Mike's just playing with slime this entire time. So if you just hear in the background, it's Mike just smushing slime in his hands. Um, anyway. Yes, so you found them through Origami Angel's subculture or something. Sure. I guess you could say that. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, this guy doesn't have any anything yet. We should have him on. I I couldn't even tag him on anything because I couldn't find... He didn't have an Instagram link or anything. So this is my shout-out. If you listen to this episode, go listen to Growing Stone. I would like to interview Growing Stone. Like, I I, literally, there's nothing on this guy. Like, we've had guys... don't have anything but like this guy really (laughs) couldn't find anything on him um there's a picture of him that's all i got uh the sun ain't gonna shine anymore by the walker brothers i think this is a week that i dived into my music for for from from my 
music for movies playlist, which if anyone wants, I can post. I don't think anyone wants it, but it has a lot of the songs I've recommended before, but a bunch of other ones. Um, most of my picks are from this playlist for this week. Uh, so this is one of the songs and the other, I think all the rest on this playlist uh, from that. Because I'm pretty sure I started running out of songs at this point in the playlist. So I just started going to old playlists and grabbing things and throwing them in to be like, Arch, this. Um, but Mike, uh, oh, oh, and I saw it in uh, the movie Seeking a Friends, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. I never wanted to watch that because it seemed depressing. It's a really good movie. No, I feel, and it's I, feel, a, I feel like it's good, but I just it's it, depressing. Sound. It's an Edgar Wright style movie. It's not Edgar Wright, but it's a style where it's like, the music is essential to the plot and has Kira Knightley. Ironically, this episode has to have Kira Knightley in the title because now I've, she's in two of the lists. Um, she doesn't sing in this movie, but it's a really good movie. And it's like Steve Carell at his peak also. So like mid two thousands. Uh, do you know what Baroque pop is though? Mike, the genre. No. Well, welcome to the world of Baroque pop, which combines rock with, particular elements of classical music like orchestral sound uh mixed with rock stylings basically simple storied lyrics mixed with ominous and huge sounding orchestral instrumentals makes this sound so big and boisterous always a fun listen i think baroque pop is like it's a weird genre but it's like a cult genre that people really love from the 1960s um yes my Name is Death by Red Red Wanting Blue. Weird name for a band, but I like it. Uh, Scott Terry, who is the lead singer of this band, liked our post and even commented on our post. What did so he say? Big ups to him. I just think he just put a thumbs up, which have isn't much. Out? No, I have not reached out to him, but uh, I'm, I was shocked. I thought this band was like huge. It's not as big as I thought. I was like, oh, this band like has this classic Americana sound. It's probably huge all over the country. No. I mean, it's big, but it's not as big as I thought they were. I was surprised by that. But shout out to Scott Terry for liking our post. Um, uh, one of my favorite songs, My Name is Death, because it's so... It, one of my favorite songs. It's so desperately want to use in a film if I ever get the chance to. Love this lyrically. It is clever and just makes cliched references to the idea of death, like the, like the lyrics now don't think. Like the lyrics... Slow down, Seagull. Like the lyrics. <laughs> now, don't think I'm all worked, work and no play. I just got a knack for taking people's breath away. It's all these puns and like jokes around the idea of death and being like, he dresses better than in black, better than Johnny Cash. So, this episode is going to be called Kira Knightley and Johnny Cash Walk into a Bar. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, really good Americana sound. I really like this band. Uh, last shout out is your. I don't know what it's your Capricious Soul, Capricious Soul, by Michael Stipe. I don't know how to say that word. Uh, uh, the lead man for REM. Uh, I just love the dum like. There's a bass or a drum beat that. Uh, proliferates throughout the song and sounds like something out of a horror movie soundtrack while he sings about trying to figure out his life or a life and its absurdities i just love this song it's like weird and cool and i don't know just listen to the the instrumentals and that weird bass i guess that drives throughout the song oh i'm sweating you go okay so you're sweating guys okay um, I like Peter Gabriel a lot. I don't really know if I like this song as much. Um, this song, Sledgehammer. It was very old-timey. Uh, 70s, 80s. It's also the sound is the theme song to a one-season uh, series called Sledgehammer, which is about a cop drama. and is a comedy. I don't really have Fun any fact. long notes, so I might just do all mine. Yeah, go ahead. Um... Talking Heads song is here is really good. Um, Road to Nowhere. Uh, it's probably like I feel like they're just a, when I think of like really smart artists and like cool, they're like top tier. David Byrne in general, in terms of brilliance, and I like this song too. Um, 
Bonnie and Clyde by Serge Gainsbourg and Bridget Bardot. Bardot. Um, did I say it differently? You said Bardot. It's Bardot. It's, it's French. I'm pretty sure I said Bardot. No, whatever. See, I feel like you <laughs> correct me <laughs> when I've like not said what you think I said so many times. I just I want to sound smart, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um. Actually, it's this. I said this. Um, <laughs> something about this song like clung to me. I, fe- I felt like I left on an old movie channel, and I was like transported to some weird ass time period and heard this song. And I really gave that effect. I was like back in the day watching a some weird western show. I got um, it. I got it. Back in the day, me and you, baby, we used to have we, fun. Thank you for ruining my. No, um, and cool voices. They had cool voices. Um, Rob Cantor, uh, I'm gonna win. His solo stuff is kind of underwhelming, but this one is one of the better ones in my opinion. Um, remember Falco texted us that he said he thought the song was interesting. I can't imagine thinking this one was interesting compared to, and Spring in a Storm isn't, but okay. I mean, I, I get things. I think the song's interesting. Um, Old bike might be on here. That's another one of his good songs. Um, it is. His on voice here. has a nice nostalgic high school ass sound to it. I remember you saying you liked Old Bike. Is that have we talked about that yet? I don't remember. I, I can't remember which one I liked. I listened to them both, and I, I like both of them. I think I like. I'm gonna win more now, but I might have liked Old Bike more at some point. But if for people that don't know, Rob Cantor is the lead singer or one of the singers in Tally Hall, which is Mike's one of Mike's favorite bands. So probably, um, if not my favorite. It it is weird though that Falco wouldn't like a Tally Hall song, but he'd like a Rob Cantor song because they sound similar to me. <laughs> like I don't like this, but I like this. Why? Why? It's the same thing almost. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't deviate. He didn't become a country artist after he left. It's not like a different sound. You can definitely tell it's in the same genre. As Falco being an edge lord. Yes. Um. So and yeah, the the last one, the balance by Growing Stone. It was a very out of nowhere song that I really love. It's so casual. It just kind of talks about really subtle and normal feelings that makes you feel romantic about them, like little crushes and like walking down the street after a night of a party or something. Um, it made me feel so nice, especially around Christmas time. Um, yeah, I explained how I found them already, and yeah, I'm just I'm so glad to know about this song, and I want to keep listening to Growing Stone music. Good name for out al- yeah. al- artist, I guess. Yeah, uh, I I have to commend you, Mike. Like, if I ever need a Midwest emo song or whatever that genre is. That Spotify said you were very adamant on listening to. Is it Midwest punk? Midwest emo? Midwest emo. Yeah, Midwest emo. Midwest emo. I, you have a knack for catching good bands like that. You recommended a song today or yesterday, a few days ago. I don't remember, but it was really good too. Like on our current playlist, Happy? it has a pink like goalkeeper. No, that's a good song too. Goalkeeper, by ha- uh, Town by Free Throw. That one, I like yeah. that one a lot. Yeah, there's not, good. there's not that much of a deviation in the sound but everyone you've recommended is like just good no they all style. sound very similar yeah but they're all, they're all good still they're all nostalgic like little town emo bands and it just hits the note perfectly every time like they don't deviate that much but I like every one I've heard so far so I, I commend yeah. you on that they're like a random playlist is how I found Marietta I think I love Marietta that's good. They're very good. One of my top songs this year was uh, when the Spotify thing happened. One of my top songs was uh, that Spanish love songs one oh, that you recommended. Generation Loss. Yeah, I love that one. It, see, are you okay? Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's such, such a, a good song. song. So sad. I scream it. It's such a, like, a good, powerful like emo song. I love it. I love those type of songs. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, a longer note. This time tomorrow by the Kinks, 1970. 
but the Kinks are mostly a 1960s band out of London, England, more on the blues side. If you want to get more technical, they're on the blues Rolling Stone side of the 1960s era of music in London or out of the UK. Uh, but hugely influential, like the Beatles, but not like the Beatles because they're more bluesy. Uh, this song is off their Lola versus Power Man and the Money. I I put ground. I don't know if that's right. Let me double check. I don't. That doesn't sound right. Oh, it's one word. That's why my brain doesn't like it. Lola versus Power Man and the Money Ground Part One. It was not a part two. Um, but you know. Uh, and the album basically is a huge satire or criticism on the musical industry at the time. Uh, the song in particular, this song in particular, is a jab about being on the road or being on tour. Uh, where what the fuck? I just don't having a moment, read. Siegel. Yeah, my notes look kind of okay, just suffer. It's my fault. I always hit you up to record these mad late. Like <laughs> being a I'm about to fall asleep, but sure, I'll record it. I was like, I'll take a shower to wake myself up. I drank a Diet Coke really fast. I'm sweating. My brain broke. Uh, being a touring band. Uh, yeah, so this song in particular is a jab about being on the road or being a touring band uh, where he'll, he, he'll do, he doesn't know what to, where he will be tomorrow. Well, like, where the hell will we be this time tomorrow? Get it? Got it? Good. Uh, for me, personally, right, I'm check. a... Vi- Shut up. That's the first time we've mentioned his name. Um, shockingly. Uh, if you can get Fishwick on the podcast, they'll do something heinous. <laughs> then he won't be on the podcast. So no. Just we have to be very polite. To uh, Mike, are you a visual thinker or do you see words when you think? Oh, I was literally just talking to my girlfriend about that. She was like, can you picture stuff when you think? That's a good question because I like still don't know if I have a concrete answer. It, it varies. What, when usually, you, usually visual. Okay, so like when you... What, my best way to think about this is when I listen to songs, I see movies. If you see movies, you're more of a visual thinker. Or if you see uh, yeah, like no, scenes... I see movies. Yeah, I see... That's me, yeah. Yeah, okay. And so like, there's three types. Apparently there's visual, there's... I'm shocked that people just see words in their head. I can't picture that even. Like that I just can't seems, picture that at all either. That when like, you, even when you just said that now, it's like sounds crazy. I to can't. Me. Like, and there's also people that can they have some sort of problem like thinking cr- straight. Like there's certain lines and they can't think in certain ways, so they build. It's crazy. I never knew any of that. Anyway, I'm a visual thinker, and so I see movie scenes in my head and create worlds when I listen to music. And um, this song in particular is like the perfect montage song. Even down to the actual plane noise taking off, like this and Beatles, that actually has the ambient noise of like a plane taking off. Like you don't even have to do the sound folly work; it's there in the song. Um, folly, folly. Uh, the songwriter of the song says it's a floating song, and I I was floating into a different era, going with a flow for a while until I work out where I want to be. It it is a flow song that sort of encapsulates an era of your early 20s or just your 20s sort of just getting thrown around and seeing how things work out and is how i picture it personally like the lyrics uh i don't know where i'm going i don't want to see i feel the world below me looking up at me he's in a plane technically in the song because he's a touring artist so he's like the world's just kind of like passing him by it it perfectly encapsulates like 20s this song and it's just so I love this fucking song. There's not enough good things I can say about it. Uh, yeah, it, I don't even know what like I hate describing songs so much because it's like I could have said more, man. I regret uh, that I don't say more. The, I think the kinks are pretty cool, bro. <laughs> OK. Uh, my mom like convinced me to listen to them. Oh. The kinks are also interesting because they have so many eras. Like, if you want to get deep into the kinks, it's like they have like their blues era, they have their pop rock era, which I think you recommended me a song recently. It was the kinks, and I was like, what the fuck? Because it's like a 1980s pop song, but it sounds nothing like this. Um, the kinks are a great band. Just 
I'm on an album kick right now where I just listen to albums like one a day. So I've been listening to a bunch of crap and the kinks are up coming up and I can't wait to listen to their albums. Um, but anyway, I digress. Nice. Go listen to the kinks. Uh, you, I'll do my top five. So my brain. Oh, we're done stop. already. Okay. I, I have nothing else after this. Unless yeah, no, you I'm have something else. I'm done uh, as well. top, top five. Your cap. Fuck. Why did I put this on my five? I can't say the word. Your cup. Precious Soul by Michael Stipe. Uh, the Great Pretender by uh, Freddie Mercury cover song uh, from 1960s. Uh, three, The Sun Ain't Gonna Shine Anymore by the Walker Brothers. Two, My Name is Death by Red Wanting Blue. One, This Time Tomorrow by the Kinks. Do we not have a matching song? No, we do. I think. Um, five, This Time Tomorrow. Four, Peg by Steely Dan. Three, Road to Nowhere. Two, Bonnie and Clyde. One, The Balance. So it's this time tomorrow, because I think it's the yeah. one that matches. Yep. Good. So you go I was gonna hi- I'm just going to hijack this list. I'm like, no, my song this week. <laughs> All my songs. <laughs> I I feel, I, make, a, I feel... Make a list genuinely of how you feel. I mean, I do feel bad, because there were good songs. Like, The Growing Stone almost made it this week. Um, I didn't love any of your other ones particularly i was gonna say you had a, some big guns for this week like freddie mercury the kinks peter gabriel talking heads yeah. like geez i didn't even i didn't even talk about the ones that you were saying i was I was like the big guns like talking yeah. heads i i don't know that much about talking heads you seem more of an expert on that band than i do i'm not an you expert look. i just i'm a i'm you a like the, that like guy Byrne, yeah thank you i think and david Byrne's really cool I just I've read a lo- I've read stuff that he wrote and was... see I like Scott Walker who's the lead singer of uh, the Walker Brothers so there you go Baroque pop um, that's that type of music 1960s cult music anyway right before we get into the outro shout out to our longtime listener, uh, listener Shelby our favorite listener and our longtime listener Shelby who sent. Mike mugs with our logo on it. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, that was super cool. It was also like a very scary mystery for a little bit because I didn't know who did it. He did it without yeah. saying anything, and yeah. I was like, "Single, is this you?" And it wasn't. It wasn't my girlfriend. So I was like, "Am I being like stalked right now or something?" We. So I, I was genuinely worried when Mike texted me and went, "I got these mugs." I sent a picture of the mug, and I went, "I didn't fucking send those." I'm like. Uh, and we were, I was genuinely worried, like, how did they find Mike? I'm like, I'm glad they didn't find me. <laughs> like, I'm sad that they found Mike, but at the same time, like, doesn't seem like there's anywhere that could find him. Also, if anything, they're going to find me because I say my last name. I cut out your last name. So if they so, found you, it'd be even more impressive. So this is also weird. Did I, did I talk about this on here? I don't that know. I've, we've been getting books sent to us. From Random House Publishing, randomly. Interesting. I don't. I. I guess I signed up for something that I forgot about, where you just get books sent to you, at some point. So I'm like, I'm getting random books sent to me. I got a fucking mug with the podcast I do sent to me. So I'm scared, and I, it was just Shelby, and it was a great gift. There's two so mugs. There's two mugs. Yeah, one is here. One oh, okay. I have downstairs. So I'm gonna. Okay. Give you the other one when I see you next. Okay. Well, thank you, Shelby, so much. Uh, we greatly appreciate it, and it'll be a memory for the rest of time that I will have that mug in my apartment uh, or house at some point way down the line. <laughs> uh, like 40 years old, 50 at the earliest. Uh, <laughs> Eagle does not Mike. want a house soon, guys. No, just like I don't I don't think I can afford one anytime soon. Yeah, no, I, um, I, I was just... <laughs> I have no plans. I'm like, if I can survive, if I can keep my apartment, that would be nice right now. Anyway. Uh, my voice hurts. Um, share, listen, follow. Share. Like, I mean, at this point, if you didn't share, like, I'm not going to hold it against you. You got like three episodes left. Two after this, probably, right? Yeah, like three. Yeah, two. Oh, we, we two might, I mean, we might be doing like a separate ending episode. We're not sure what we're doing for that yet, but. Yeah, we're we're still 
planning. Uh, holiday times are kind of fucking with us. So yeah, no, I'm very busy. I'm I made Siegel schedule this at a weird time tonight. So uh, it's, it's only almost eleven o'clock. It's no biggie. Yeah. Uh, my brain's still on. Um, no, I think normal people can do this. My brain just doesn't work after. Yeah, you're dinner. an old man. Yeah. But I'll be up until three a.m. But I don't. I'm just like comatose like i'm not thinking but i'm up uh anyway <laughs> i digress uh so if, if the schedules get screwed up for the next week we apologize i'm just gonna say it in advance because holidays are gonna fuck with us uh this is gonna come out right before christmas so merry christmas if you celebrate that uh holiday uh, uh yeah uh My favorite ha- one i Christmas is like a week from Holy shit, we're like a week away. I'm very excited. I don't Christmas has lost all its luster. Uh, <laughs> generation so, lost, everyone. I'm, I'm so glad I still get like excited for it like I'm a child. I'm lucky to have Yeah, so lucky. Parents that make it special and stuff. Yep. Uh <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if you want to share our last like two episodes, you do you. I'm not going to beg anymore. Uh, follow our Instagram, though, so you can keep up to date with the playlists, because those will still be posted on there. Blog. Or just follow the Spotify account once you get onto the playlist. It's my name, Jeremy Siegel. I'm not going to spell my name out. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, it's at JM Radio Pod on all social medias. We just go to Instagram and follow us there. Uh, don't forget the pod. I, I want to get that t-shirt just for me at Jam Radio Pod. Don't forget the pod because I think it's fucking funny. <laughs> no one else thinks it's funny, but I find it hilarious. You get it. I'll get it. Um. Anyway, thank you so much for listening as always. Mike, do you want us to do the honors? Yeah, Whatever. thank you all. We have to figure out a fun way to count us out in the last episode. Well, like no, you're gonna the... you're gonna do the intro and I'm gonna do the countdown. Sure, yeah. Three, two, one. You, you got, got some, some listening, listening to, do. to do. That was really well timed. We should add. Uh, we should get the mugs, but add. You got some listening to do on them. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, great. Bye. Bye. I love you all. It's getting close to the end. And now it's time for so long. So I sing this song.